Welcome to Art of the Kickstart, your source for crowdfunding campaign success. I'm your host, Roy Morjan, president of Command Partners, the top full-service crowdfunding marketing agency in the world. We have helped raise over $70 million for our clients since 2010. Each week, I'll interview a crowdfunding success story, an inspirational entrepreneur, or a business expert in order to help take your startup to the next level with crowdfunding. Art of the Kickstart is honored to be sponsored by The Gadget Flow, a product discovery platform that helps you discover, save, and buy awesome products. The Gadget Flow is the ultimate buyer's guide for cool luxury gadgets and creative gifts. To learn more, visit thegadgetflow.com. Now let's get on with the show. Welcome to another edition of Art of the Kickstart. Today, I'm honored to be joined by Justin Bain with Noria. Justin, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Awesome. Well, Justin, you've got this killer product that's active, Noria, the the first window air conditioner designed entirely with the individual in mind. Tell us more about the project. So, Noria is uh, the easiest window air conditioner to install in the history of window air conditioners. And yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, we designed it with, you know, 100% with user experience in mind. It's uh, it's half the it's half the height of uh, window air conditioners typically, around 40% of the size overall. There's a window frame adapter that installs first, so you don't have to carry, you know, a heavy, bulky air conditioner and install it. And it's you know, smartphone controlled. You know, the entire user experience, app control, scheduling, everything. You know, it was designed to make this the most user-friendly air conditioner there can be. So you guys are in your campaign. You've done over a half a million dollars in business so far. We've got three weeks left or so. You know, let's let's kind of jump back and go. You know, where where does this product start? What's the backstory? So a few years back, this product has been in development for years. But uh, actually, in 2012, Kurt Swanson, who's actually the true inventor of Noria, and a friend of mine, we go way back. He uh, he had worked with Boeing prior to that. He had left and founded his own engineering firm, and you know, in his own time, he had come up with just with you know ideas that he had. He had come up with a compact cooling device for keeping carafes, you know, like a jug of milk uh, and cream cold for you know for coffee, like you would picture you know in a hotel lobby that kind of thing. So he came up with this design for you know a really compact cooling device, and you know he showed it to me, asked me what I thought. And I had said, you know, I didn't think there was a really huge market for that. But in the course of the discussion, we talked about window air conditioners, you know, how they're big and heavy and everyone universally hates installing them, you know, and that all else being equal, an air conditioner that's much smaller would be such a huge improvement. And the market for that versus, you know, cooling milk or, you know, cream is huge. You know, window air conditioners are on the order of a billion dollar a year market in the United States, room air conditioners overall, $20 billion a year globally. So, uh, you know, from, from that point forward, we went about designing, you know, the, the smallest, most compact, easiest to install window air conditioner there could be. Like I said, you know, it's been in development since 2012. Uh, and we thought Kickstarter would be a great platform for, you know, for getting it out there and uh, really seeing what the response would be to it. Yeah, and obviously the response has been great. I mean, you guys crushed it on day one, almost raising $100,000. I mean, in terms of the team, you've got, you know, quite a lot of skilled engineers on the team. You know, how did that come together? So, uh, as I had already mentioned, you know, Kurt uh, himself is a skilled mechanical engineer. His father is on the team as well. 
He's also a mechanical engineer, also had worked with Boeing previously. <laughs> his his wife, uh, Linda, is also a mechanical engineer. I also am a mechanical engineer. So we do have a, a lot of engineering on the team. Linda's also a patent attorney, and I have a, a an extensive finance background. So I think we kind of, uh, you know, round out a team that really we can deliver everything this project's going to need. Absolutely. And I think that's that's a key component, obviously, of the, the trust that you've built with with not only the Kickstarter community, but just within your own company in terms of delivering a product and having realistic expectations. I mean, you guys set a funding goal of a quarter of a million dollars. You know, have you guys run into any difficulties in terms of, you know, setting that funding goal so high initially? Well, it, it seems to have worked out for us, but we really, we, we put a lot of thought into choosing that funding goal and we wanted to choose a number that we, we didn't, we wanted to choose the minimum number that, you know, we wouldn't want to say no to, you know, if it was, and that's a, that's a difficult thing to come up, you know, that's a difficult number to come up with. But ultimately we had decided on $250,000 that, you know, if this device with all the potential that we think it has, if we couldn't, you know, sell $250,000 of, you know, of, uh, you know, of Noria units, um, we would have to rethink something about it. So that was kind of our mindset with that number and choosing that number. Got it. And I know, Justin, in full disclosure, we had been talking for, it seems like, almost a year about your campaign, and we're, we're, we're glad to be working with you on the command partner side of things. What were some of the, the preparations in terms of product development that you guys uh, looked into of the features of the product? Likewise, we're very happy to be working with you as well. But what do, what do you mean specifically? Um, could you? Yeah. So what, what were, how did you guys decide what features to include in the product when developing it out? Well, you know, as I had gone through, you know, ease of installation, really the entire user experience, user experience was the focus. Ease of installation was, you know, the, was really what we brought to the table that had not been, you know, is not existent in this uh, product before. We have seen that products, you know, there has been a move, you know, in this product towards, uh, you know, smartphone control, connectivity. And we just thought that that's just, you know, if we're going to build, you know, an air conditioner of the future, that's just a necessary, you know, addition. You know, but we, you know, we're working to make sure that we execute that right, you know, in that same focus of, you know, having the, the ideal user experience. Features beyond that. So users are very concerned also with air conditioners about them being noisy. So that was another thing that if we were, uh, we weren't just going to make, you know, the smallest air conditioner there was, it was going to be the easiest to install and it's going to be as quiet as, you know, any air conditioner could possibly be. So that's another, uh, that's another angle that we've taken. But aside from that, it's, it's not a, uh, it's not a very complicated product to use. And that's something that, you know, as far as features, we didn't want to overload it with features. We just wanted it to be, you know, the simplest to install, the simplest to use, be pleasing to look at, uh, you know, not be noisy. Ultimately, it was a, it was a matter of understanding, you know, what the customer really would desire, what people, you know, what people complain about with the existing product and addressing every point with Noria. Absolutely. Have there been any difficulties in terms of product development up until this point? Well, the, the problem of making, the problem of taking an air conditioner and making it, you know, this compact size was, that's, that's basically the problem here. So smartphone control, that's been done. You know, making it making it look good that was you know an iterative that was an iterative process. 
and ultimately what we wanted to have the most you know aesthetically pleasing design we could but really the heart of the problem was you know delivering performance at the compact size so that was something really i have to give you know the credit to kurt kurt swanson that was what he really worked at you know put tremendous effort in four years to to deliver Absolutely. And you guys have built a beautiful product. I mean, it's half the size, easy to carry, easy to install. I mean, it looks like a, an air conditioning dream, you know, in terms of the uh, the product itself. And obviously, we, we can't wait to get them in our hands in April of next year. In terms of preparations and leading into the Kickstarter campaign, can you talk to our community about kind of how far out you guys started working on building up uh, the campaign itself and some of the preparation work that you've done? Uh, we first probably came up with the, it was at least six months ago, six months to a year, you know, we, we came up with, uh, you know, the idea for the Kickstarter. Six, six months ago, we basically had a Kickstarter campaign ready to go and, you know, ultimately decided that we, that we didn't want to launch an air conditioner, uh, and you and I had discussed this. We didn't want to launch the, a Kickstarter campaign for an air conditioner in the middle of the winter. So we had this, you know, prepared, ready to go, and we were fine tuning it, you know, for months in anticipation of this launch in April. And the process with Kickstarter, that wasn't, uh, you know, that wasn't an overnight thing. There was a little bit of back and forth with Kickstarter, making sure it met their requirements. So anybody that is looking to launch a Kickstarter, I think I would advise that the path that we took, giving ourselves plenty of time before, you know, our ideal launch time to get it ready and, and fine-tuned and looking, you know, and, uh, you know, being in every way what you want it to be. Give yourself plenty of time for that. What do you think were some of the factors that helped you on on a strong day one? You know, you almost did a eighty thousand dollars on the first day. I mean, that's obviously a tremendous amount of success and lead up in terms of building that that buzz around the the campaign itself. Any uh, any nuggets of wisdom that you want to instill into the community? Yeah. So uh, Noria had we had uh, you know our, we had our website up and running for quite a bit. We had uh, we hadn't really promoted it tremendously, but um, Noria was, you know, designed like Huma Labs, Kurt's uh, company. You know, Noria was designed at NextFab Studios in Philadelphia. And it had just, you know, garnered attention, uh, you know, going back, you know, quite a while before the Kickstarter campaign. And we just were collecting emails and, you know, allowing people to sign up and, you know, keeping them updated uh, ahead of the Kickstarter launch. And we were able to amass a following that, you know, of people that really wanted to buy it on day one. So that's, that's, I would definitely say, you know, to the extent that you can, you know, get your product out there ahead of your Kickstarter and, you know, take all the information you can incorporate it in, you know, anybody else doing this, you know, take all the information you can incorporate in your product and a massive following before you launch. Just an idea in terms of the, the, the following that you built. Can, can you go into how, how big that was? Was it more on the social media side in terms of fans and followers and friends there? Was it an email database? We had, we both, we had an email database. We had, uh, you know, created a bit of a social media presence and, you know, we had Instagram, Facebook. I think that, uh, each one contributed, you know, it's, it's share to, uh, helping us build the buzz ahead of the launch. Any ideas on which ones have driven the most amount of pledges to the campaign? Good question. Um, it seems the it seems the clear winner is Facebook to this point. Yeah, and that's that's typical for for most campaigns that are utilizing you know the advertising, obviously the promotion, and getting this product in front of the right audiences. Uh, it certainly can do that. 
you know, one of the things we saw, Justin, on the campaign with the product itself, you know, we wanted to know, are there any stretch goals that you guys have planned, you know, once we hit three quarters of a million or a million at the end of the campaign? Well, we, we're going to have to, as far as this product goes, this product is broader than, you know, just the Kickstarter. It's also, there's also going to be, you know, uh, units beyond just the 5,000 BTU unit, which that's the capacity of the unit that we're offering on Kickstarter. Our plans, there's no particular stretch goal for if we reach any, you know, any particular Kickstarter dollar amount raise, but there are uh, broader plans for what, you know, where we're going to take this going forward. You know, we are planning to bring this to, to market in mass next year. Um, we're, we're looking to design other size window air conditioning units up to 8,000 BTUs. Um, we have learned quite a bit, though. Uh, there does seem to be a strong interest in vertically oriented uh, window air conditioners, you know, rotated 90 degrees versus uh, what we're offering. That's not something that we can promise, you know, for this Kickstarter campaign, you know, for delivery next year. There is a long lead time, you know, for us to put, you know, put, uh, you know, a new design together and actually, you know, expect that we can get it to customers in their hands next year. Um, so we are going to take the information we've learned, like that vertically mounted units, uh, you know, that there's the tremendous demand for that, as well as specific, you know, markets overseas where, where we've seen strong interest. We're going to take that into consideration when we move forward for sure. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I know the campaign's been a huge success. We're honored to be working with you guys. Uh, that kind of gets us into our, our launch round where I rapid fire questions at you, Justin. You ready? Sure. So what inspired you to become an entrepreneur? Hmm. I went to engineering school with Kurt and found when I got out of engineering school that entry-level engineering jobs weren't what I thought they would be. I thought they would be more entrepreneurial. I thought that I would be, you know, creating more and changing the world. So I think, uh, I think that desire to do that, you know, to create and to make a difference in some way is what drove me to be an entrepreneur. So if you could sit in a Noria cooled room with any entrepreneur throughout history, <laughs> who would you have a nice glass of lemonade with? <laughs> well, uh, I want to say Thomas Edison. Uh, Noria is based out of Philadelphia, but I'm from Woodbridge, New Jersey. And just a few miles from where I grew up, you know, he invented the light bulb and, uh, you know, orchestrated the whole power grid and electric utility business, you know, as it's known around the world today. Uh, but I have to go with the cliche and say Elon Musk, uh, Tesla, SpaceX, Solar City, the Hyperloop looks like it's going to happen now. Uh, he's making the future happen. He's changing our world for the better. And that's something I want to do, too. God, that test drive on the Hyperloop looked ridiculous, did yeah. it not? Yeah, and, and the, the SpaceX, uh, you know, rockets landing now. It's, yeah. So what would be your first question for Mr. Elon? My first question for him. Let me think about that one for a second. What's next? That guy's probably thinking 10 steps ahead. I would ask him what's next. Yeah, or 10 or 20 years ahead, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What's, what's, ten, what's 10 years from now going to look like? What's 20 years from now going to look like? What, uh, what, is, what does five years ahead look like for, for yourself and Noria? We're looking for Noria to be the biggest window air conditioner there is, for it to be you know, a, su a success globally, and for us to have our full range of products. And five years from now, for us to uh, you know, be patting ourselves on the back for that and be looking ahead for what our next adventure will be. Awesome. Are there any business books or life books that you'd like to recommend to our listeners? Hmm. 
Also a good question. Uh, I don't have any, you know, the one that immediately comes to mind is uh, I read James Dyson's autobiography. Uh, I think because it's specifically relevant to, uh, to Noria, you know, as a, as somebody, you know, as a, as a, you know, small time, one guy that, that brought, uh, you know, an appliance to the market, uh, you know, competing against the big boys and took over the market. So that's what led me to read it. But I think, uh, beyond, uh, you know, appliances, uh, what it would, you know, the benefit to, uh, readers, you know, to a, a wide audience of readers would be just seeing how, you know, the little guy, how if you just keep at it, you know, you can overcome any obstacle and really achieve the success you're looking for. Last question in the rapid fire round, Justin, what do you think the future of crowdfunding looks like? I think the future's bright. I think that this is tremendous. I mean, what, what, what we've seen from it, I mean, the ability to bring ideas to the masses, cut out the middleman, you know, the directions it takes, the, the ups and downs, there will be ups and downs along the way. But I think that this is a uh, part of a brighter future for, for everybody. I couldn't agree more, Justin. Well, that, that concludes the launch fire round. Justin, give us your pitch. Tell us what you're all about, where people should go, and why they should buy a Noria device. Roy, Noria is the world's most user-friendly, easiest-to-install window air conditioner. Uh, it's available on Kickstarter now for pre-order. We'll be continuing to take pre-orders on noriahome.com. Next year, Noria will be in stores and hopefully keeping your home cool for many summers to come. Awesome. Justin, appreciate you being on the show. Everyone, thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure to visit Art of the Kickstart for the show notes, a full transcript and links to the campaign and everything we talked about today. Thank you, Justin, for, for being on the show today. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Art of the Kickstart, the show about building a better business, world, and life with crowdfunding. If you've enjoyed today's episode, be sure to visit artofthekickstart.com and tell us about it. There you'll find additional information about past episodes and our Kickstarter guide to crushing it. If you've loved this episode, leave us a review at artofthekickstart.com slash iTunes. It helps more inventors and entrepreneurs find the show and helps us get better guests on here to help build your business. If you need a more hands-on crowdfunding strategy, please feel free to request a quote on commandpartners.com. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll see you soon.